Would you kindly pass me a donut? Donut? What's a donut? <laughs> yes, I'm Jez Bot. I'm Timmy Tucko. And I'm Sean Enough. And welcome to Turnstile Records Presents The, the Escape Pods. The Escape Pods. Mm, and uh, Sean Enough. Thank you for coming back. G'day, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, we had a four-way last week and um, I was... I'm still was, recovering. Well, I was just saying that it's, <laughs> no, it's I wasn't there. such a tough edit for four blokes fighting yeah, well, for top dog position. Look, I wanted to try it again, try it out, yeah, the four-way. We haven't done oh, it in it a while. It completely works. I love it, but the edit must be a nightmare. It is. Well, a standard one-hour um, pod takes me at least two hours. Mm. So... Mm. Times that by 155, are we up to? That's a shitload. That's a lot of work. It is. Mm. Uh, so let's let's get through an episode without an edit. Um, yeah, good, good luck. Yeah. Bananas. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. You know how I am with bananas. Continuity. Yeah. Now, you do know that we just started recording again. because the Oh, first... is that what that red light means? Yeah. Oh, I've never worked in a studio, Jeremy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so no work tomorrow, Tim. Apparently, you got uh, you got uh, hotted off, or wetted off, or just um, slacked off. I just got. I think I just got um, whacked off. Mm. <laughs> mm. So it was good. Speaking of whack, <laughs> whacking and wacko. Yeah. Uh, please don't watch that Michael Jackson mm. uh, documentary if you want to listen to Michael Jackson again. Well, I I'm not watching it. It was on TV, and and I um I called Jezbot to say, hey man, the um that because I was at a gig, mm. and um. I found out that it was on TV. I don't even know how I found that out, mm. but I thought I better call the key players that yep. are interested. Mum, because she loves a good, uh, she loves a good conspiracy. Yep. Uh, Vanessa, conspiracy. Vanessa, okay, because going, because I come home at night and Vanessa's still got all the lights on in the house. She's walking around cleaning the house. I'm like, you ever try to lighting and promotions? Turn the lights off. She's like, ah, oh, that's, that, that's much better. So I give her things to watch. I say, you know, you should go on Netflix and watch this. She'd mm. be like, oh, yeah, cool, I will. Yeah, th- oh, thanks for that. Mm. Um, and I called Jezbot. And I was I was like, oh, which one of those people could get it for me to record it? Um, so I said to Jeremy, "Can you, could you tape it for me? <laughs> He's like, like, tape it? <laughs> what the hell? What are you talking about? So it made me think of... Uh, uh, other other catchphrases that oh, that yeah. are, are long gone. Not I'm not going to put us on the spot. Maybe we can do this next week. But phrases that are just outdated that you just mm. can't say anymore because it's it's, just, it's not relevant. Like, you can't chuck a VHS into the uh, old JVC VCR. Can I use your home phone? Have you got a landline? Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a fax? <laughs> yeah. Where's where's the um, where's the teledex? Mm. Do people still use faxes? Is that still a know. thing? Where's the yellow pages? Where, yeah. <laughs> or um, where's can you, the white can you pages? chuck us the Melways? Chuck oh, us the yeah. Melways. Yeah. Uh, Brisways, if you're in Brisbane, Brisbane, and Sidways, if you're in Sydney. Oh, which that makes very sense. very confusing mm. as a young, young man. So, yeah, and every single person that you tell that to is amazed by it and yeah. didn't know it. Yeah. And all we have now is... Uh, Brisways! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you're in Brisbane and you're trying to go to a, um, a food court, they call it... An eatery. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, that's where you eat. Really? And they also call... Yeah, that's true. A swimming pool. A pool. A pool. Mm. So, so in that, I called Vanessa and I said, you, you should watch it. At least watch it because then when I get home, you can tell me about um, what happened with the MJ documentary. Yeah. 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 Help, me, came, help me form my opinion on Michael Jackson. Yeah. Could you? You, could you please? And I came home and she was... Uh, she couldn't have been wedged further into the corner of the couch, <laughs> cuddling a pillow and peering over the top. I went, is it good? She went, eh, it's not good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I had the same response. It was, it was a tough, tough watch. Mm. Uh, the second part is uh, even uh, tougher than the first. Two times, two times tougher? Because you haven't seen the second part. Not yet. Tim, and sure, and and... sure enough, you haven't watched. I refuse to watch it, Jez. Yes. Uh, well, so we cover the, the entire demographic. <laughs> and I've been a, an MJ fan uh, all my life. One of my first nightmares was, well, I've said it on the podcast before, I'm sure I had the uh, Michael Jackson Thriller poster. And yeah. it uh, really uh, freaked me out. And I can still sort of remember that nightmare. Of and ironically, the, the yeah. guy in the, um, the documentary is talking about his first nightmare was Michael Jackson too. Mm. So. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so not to... 
harp on about Michael Jackson being a fucking son of a bitch, yeah. right? The, the question I was asking myself, I said to myself, myself, what's Timmy Taco going to do? Mm. Because if we have a segment on this uh, podcast, it's, it's called Wetiquette. And there's seven types of weddings, Tim. Um, there's three. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> no, there's um, no. You've got your you got your big fat Greek wedding. Mm-hmm. You got your um, you got your no. It's well, basically templates that it, there's the the people that skip in and do a bit of a performance, mm-hmm. and it's very it's very look at us. We're gonna we're gonna entertain you. It's your standardized, pretty pretty normal, you know, yeah, like um, a Catholic enter K cut. Um, traditional kind of mm, thing. Photos. And then there's a few others. But in each one of those scenarios, I I, I have a method of, of kicking off an, an everyman set, like an, a, a general audience kind of set. And it usually kicks off with an MJ track. Yeah, that's the it's, first it's, one to get. It's a guaranteed gets, thing. Well, you know if I'm the, at the wedding, if Cass and I are at the wedding, he'll play... Uh, what a track. Yeah. What uh, a, well, not, <laughs> well, not anymore. Yeah. Come on. And there will be Jezbot on the dance floor uh, going for it. And it starts. Gravity's crutch. Yeah. And it starts a thing. It really starts a, starts a dance floor up. And yeah, you'd probably follow up a Michael Jackson with a. Uh, something. Shaka Khan. Because that's really working, isn't it? That mm. bus stop song that. Uh, um, no like Sugar. Mm. Uh so what is Tim going to replace this Michael so that's, Jackson? That's the thing. Like, is there anybody out there? We we've got we've we've got um, superstars that we've lost. You David Bowie's can't start a set with David Bowie because you because you're already dividing the room. Mm. Yeah. You know? um, Prince. Although like, you can't ever beat a little bit of let's dance. Yeah, dude. but I, I sort of get to Put that. Put on your red shoes and yeah. dance the, the yellow leathers. Um, yeah, I can go there, but but I have to work the crowd up to that because that's kind of um, it's a well known, but it's kind of it's it's right in the thick of the um, uh, countdown revolution kind of um, yeah true you know, top ten, um, so eighty style yeah so if I go if I go Michael Jackson I'm setting it up I could go disco I could go eighties like I could I could I could spawn off judging on yeah you can go straight into Queen B. Beyonce from there. You can go mm. into the future. You could. You could jump. Well, you you can wanna... jump straight off it because it's R&B, it's popular. It's... it's all that, isn't it? Dare I say, you don't want to pop your Michael Jackson load too quickly at a, on a dance floor. Mm. I think if you if you come in too strong with an MJ song, well, well, how are you going to back that up? Well, Most people will uh, exit the dance floor when you put on, uh, say, the Proclaimers. Mm. Uh, I'd walk a hundred miles. Now, yeah. if, if I, I if, walk a hundred miles from the D floor when that track comes on, mm-hmm. typically it will. Talking about songs that divide the dance floor, <laughs> that's my time to divide. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't really have um, exactly an, a replacement artist for that. Mm. Um, is there anybody that springs to mind? I've got well, Pharrell, you've got your Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he's, same. He's a, he's he come to mind. Or Pharrell, Pharrell Timberlake. Good, good. They work together. Who else we got? But we got to. I've got to win over the whole room. I've got to win over every generation. Mm. You see, so it spans across um, the seventies, eighties, nineties, and beyond. Mm. Um, probably not nineties with Michael Jackson, but um, their age group. It's a very relatable. Ah, oh, funky beat. That's well, people can you, get you've down to. been trying, like I was saying, the the Shaka Khan um, sample or the um, mm. yeah, it's basically like, the bus stop. Yeah, like sugar is the track. And you couldn't figure out why it was clearing the dance floor because you and I love this song. It's uh, you know, you it's, got you bought the Shaka Khan album, didn't you? Mm. Lovely, lovely lady. Um, funky, <laughs> funky, funky stuff. Good, good to go on the dance floor, but it's been clearing the dance floor. And as it turns out, I've, I've discovered it's a car ad. Yeah, see, see, one of my one of my worst requests I've ever had for um, what to play next is, is a chick came up to me and said, "Can you play the Kmart ad song?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What um, about have you ever had a request for the Coles ad? Down, down, prices, prices are down, down. prices yeah. are down. No, but I know what the answer is. The song to that will span across all generations. Mm, please. It's Sean Mullins' lullaby. <laughs> and he tells a story about... She feels safe now. It's mm. borrowed Fairfax. 
got that. She's got that. Uh, spoken word. Yeah, it's got the. It's one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> oh, nice fade out, fade out. Um, it's one of those. Am I rapping? Am I talking? Am I singing? No, I'm not any of those. Mm. No. And do you? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I, I would. <laughs> I don't know if I can dance that. This is what happens. People come up and request stuff like that, and I'm like, ah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and then I and then I reluctantly play it, and then it packs the dance floor. I'm like, that I didn't see coming. Yeah, like that. So last time yeah. you were playing a fiftieth, and I was play Barnsey, and you're playing all this cool shit, and they're like, play Barnsey, and they're like, oh, no, dude, I don't want to play Barnsey. You played Barnsey with a little beat underneath. Yeah. And uh, geez, you should have seen I played that. Fl- flaming trees because it's a, it's up there. It's a flame trees, just, just flame trees. Flame trees. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, tree. <laughs> tree. Flame tree. Flame tree. Flame trees. Singular. Yeah. And they're not flaming on, trees. They're not on fire. It's a type of of plant. Is it? Yeah. It's a, It's more about the flower. It's oh red. My God, that really puts a dampener on the old uh, theme of the song. Mm. Um, I thought it was about the bushfires. No. Okay, um, and I put a beat to it. Sean enough, they all got up. Oh, really? Yeah, they loved it. You put a bit of thump into it. Well, that's I did. it. You could put, write that one down. I did. Write it down, definitely. Okay. All right, sorry, I'll write it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but there what? could be your answer. There, within that, could be your answer. You maybe, maybe the 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 answer you're looking for that band that's going to really bring the dance floor alive now. Mm. Michael Jackson's off limits is right under your nose. You just need to put a a bit of a beat underneath something mm. that's already there. I need to well, sniff mm. it a bit You need harder. to put a beat <laughs> under the Kmart ad. True. Yep. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> down, down. Prices, prices are down. <laughs> coals, coals, <laughs> down. Uh, look, I don't know about all that. I think there's plenty of artists we could go to. What I don't want to find out is because, you know, when Bobby Brown was, you know, Bobby Brown's a piece of shit. Yeah, sure. Yep. And he like really, apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, allegedly, but I think he was. Well, it's his prerogative, so. You don't hear any of uh, Bobby Brown anymore on the radio, do you? Because mm. no one really gives a shit. You don't hear Time Me Kangaroo Downsport by uh, the other fucking. Those guys. The, uh, what, um, what was that yeah, guy? Uh, Another rock crawler, Rolf Harris. Yeah, because he's rotting in jail. Uh, but when it comes to Michael Jackson, uh, we heard. On Golden Oldies yesterday, after the uh, airing of their documentary, uh, a couple of bads, a couple of beat it's. Yeah. Now, hmm. this is what, what I'm worried for, for the future. Mm-hmm. As it all comes out, like we can't listen to any Bill Cosby albums anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, we can't listen to Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Rolf no. Harris is off the table. Oh, yeah. So, who's bloody next? Yeah, who is bloody next? And if you say to me, Prince, I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. I don't want to. I, I can't handle that. I can't handle it. What if I said to you, Prince? I would be disappointed. He looks like he can handle it. <laughs> Even David Bowie, if that came out, it'd be devastated. That's true, though. He was sleeping with a 14 year old. Uh, Bowie? Yeah. Right. There that's, you go. that's documented. Great. <laughs> you've, yep. you've broken Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who doesn't uh, sleep with 14 year olds uh, Sinead O'Connor. Okay. She, uh, if you look this up on the internet, I'm somewhere along there, you know, because Prince wrote her few songs, uh, Nothing Compares to You, and yep. uh, I don't know, that was probably it. But uh, if you look up on the internet, she's uh, she came out like two years ago, or maybe a year ago, saying that Prince was a little bit darker than what you think he might have been, yeah, and that he was into black magic. And right. mm. she she saw physical items being hurled across the room without a person doing with it. mind bullets, mind bullets. <laughs> wow. uh, and you know, so what are they? What are they protecting? Mm. Who are they protecting? So he was into a, symbolism. Yes, he was. Um, he, he was the that symbol. smacks of the occult. I'll it do does. Yeah, mm. So what do you do? I mean, I, we're going to end up going to gigs. And it's just going to be, I don't know. Sign a waiver here. Do you... Um... Mm. What's triggering for you? Because mm. I can imagine you'll be playing a Michael Jackson song in the future at a, at a wedding. If someone will come up to me and go... Do you know what he did? Yeah, well, I played KRS. And somebody came up and went, what are you playing this for? I went, because it's KRS. And they went, well, haven't you heard about all the stuff with Africa Bombarder? 
and really? KRS backs Africa Bambada. So Hashtag. what did Africa Bambada do? Oh, he was he's working in youth stuff for uh-huh. hundreds of years, and Guilty. somebody's hashtagged him, basically. Mm. So, um, but it's all about this media takedown. This um, is craziness. <clears throat> it is. This is craziness. I mean, let's face it. On the table, you know, pedophilia is probably the offence. That is the the offence that is worthy of capital punishment. It's uh-huh. worthy of you know all sorts of discreditation. Mm-hmm. The the you know the the lowest of slander. Um, but we shouldn't be. Um, I don't know, like, we should reprimand people for, like, doing it now, not, like, let's not, like, what's this whole thing with pulling people up about in the past? I mean, I mean, people should be held accountable, no doubt. Mm. But I just, I just think it's a strange thing that it's, like, it's a really on-topic thing now where, like, people are just, like, this happened 20 years ago, we're going to take him down, this happened then, we're taking it down. Mm. And, I mean, just, I don't know where I stand on this. Obviously, people should be held accountable for these things, whether it's in the past or now, but... I don't know. I think it's, um, you well, know, especially look, when I we mean, find I mean, out. Louis, Louis C.K. seven years ago jerked off on the phone. You know, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. some people, that's one thing. Although, you know, but, ever just like having... touching on the bum, like he touched but, me on the bum 20 years ago or whatever. It's you know, a bit rough. You know, like as a, oh, you know, like, mm. man, what about ladies how... slap me on the ass at the pub like it's nothing. Yeah, do they? You know what I mean? Yeah. I got sexually oh, harassed at, at, a, at a job <laughs> site. At a, uh, at especially a job the old ones. Okay, so how much longer until our um, our famous footy stars come forward and go, he great gamed me. Oh, Hashtag yeah. great game. Yeah. Mm. No, sexual great abuse should be, um, should be punished. I'm not defending it in any way whatsoever. I mm. just think it should be, uh, you know. And possibly mm. studied. I mean, these people need to be uh, studied. We need to find out what happened to Michael Jackson. Take his brain out. I would love to know. Wouldn't you just <clears throat> like, like to know the truth well, behind that? World, world famous at the age of five. Mm. Uh, and his dad was a psycho, mm. or is a psycho, was. allegedly. He's dead. Is he? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, imagine that little boy, grade prep boy, being more famous than anyone in the world. And then mm. someone got to him. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I mean, wh- wh- when, at what stage do you, do you say uh, he mm. was the victim and now he's the predator? Like, it's, I don't know, uh. first time he fucking rapes a kid? I don't know. Yes. Or maybe the second. That's, that's yeah. that definitely crossed that line at that stage. But there's no excuses. No excuses. No. Uh, but, we, you know, this subject... Stand, we definitely stand for, on the escape pods, no pedophilia. Okay. Hashtag no pedophilia. That's good we wrap that up because the subject was getting old. Do you know what else is getting old? Yes. The internet. Ah, really? 30th birthday today. Is it really? Mm. Yeah, 30th. Okay, 30 years of lies. Great transition, by the way. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, do, do you know who invented the internet? Um, was it uh, Gary Internet? Um, we were close. No, it was... Um, MIT dudes? Robert E. Kahn and Vint Cerf. And that was like in the 1950s. They, Wait a minute. Say the second guy's name. Vint Cerf. C-E-R-F. Surf the internet? <laughs> ah, surf the web? Did nobody else the pick wild, up on that? Wild no. Jeff Cerf, or no. whatever his name was, because I've already forgotten. About 30 years old and it's, doing, it's going strong. What, the internet? Yeah. Is it? Mm. What was uh, what was out 30 years ago? What else came out? Back to the future. Was it? No, I guess. Mm. Oh, come on, man. How long ago was that? 30 years? 30 years. All right. <laughs> um, what, uh, what, what year is it? Who's the 1981. <laughs> okay. okay. 1991. 91. Yeah. Uh, well, we had the uh, Cypress Hill. I do remember in those, in those days sitting in front of the computer going, yeah, and what do mm. I search? How do you how do you internet? You ask Jeeves. Yeah. How do you how do you surf? Ask C E R F. So what where, where were these dudes working for? What were they? Hold on a second. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, check your brain. I don't know uh, exactly what they were working for. They actually didn't create the internet. They created a an an ITP that was essentially the backbone of the internet. Mm. So it was, it was a right, way. Settle for them down, to- Brainiac. Slow that down. Oh. <laughs> it's too much, too much uh, data points and um, especially for this uh, um, gigawatts. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, that's thirty years 30 old. Thirty years. It's taken off from you know, it's but a pup. Mm. Thirty years old. 
Wait till it gets, you know, it's shit together and it's mid-30s. Or it's... I, th- I thought you were saying it's getting old, like, it's done, boys. Mm. We've, uh, we've wrapped we're it up. We're getting over it, yeah. There must be another iteration of the internet coming that we are unaware of. Oh, absolutely. Think about Microsoft's about... new product, HoloLens. Seen this. No. Pure augmented reality. It makes it's going to make tablets and phablets and anything with the screen base look mm. like what, what, what's a stone fab, tools. Fab, fablet. It's right, um, a fancy tablet. cross between a phone and a tablet, like the Samsung Note Eight, like I present here. Or it's a word he just made up. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, I know. I've heard that before. I didn't okay. create that. No. But uh, so we. So you're saying we need to support this kind of thing. We need a, an internet too. Electric. I was going to say electric dreams. You know. <laughs> well, it's going to be All like that. Yeah, it will be like <laughs> that. Think about this. Think about. I mean, not the the example I've seen. Examples I've seen are quite good. That you could walk through a supermarket, and the products that you know that you have in a recipe pre-programmed will show up, and the prices will show up through, and you can compare them and whatnot. Okay. Or if you're trying to fix a car, you can download that. What's wrong with your car, mm-hmm. and the problem that there is, and it'll show you. You know what you're looking at the you different parts of the so park. Uh, you've got to change that. An augmented reality. Yeah, um, exactly. Wear, absolutely. Wearables. So once we start entering that area, mm. it's um, you'll walk down a an aisle, and there won't be any there won't be any um, prices displayed apart from on your uh, hollow view. Yeah, right? personalized so, prices. So yeah, personalized mm-hmm. prices depending on your uh, class mm-hmm. and earnings. Mm-hmm. They already so, do that in China. Do they already do that? They have um, digital price tags which interact with um, a card that you have on you and you pay more or less depending on your social status. Oh, holy shit. It's yeah, fucked that... over there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not looking good. And also in regards to their social score, social credit score, apparently last year millions of people were stopped from travel. So they they could re- reduce people's rights of movement due to a low social credit score. And why can't you travel if you if you're not earning if you haven't got enough points? Well, why, what's why aren't you allowed to well, travel? Like, what's what's behind that? Like, oh, sorry, you're not a you're not a doctor. You can't travel. Yeah, I what's guess the reasoning behind restrictions of freedom. You know, basic restriction of freedom is an incentive to not be a dissident. Okay. To yeah, the like government. I, I think the dude because uh, we have a we have a very. Um, a weird relationship on the escape pods with China because on the one hand we love China, love China, love the love the people, love the food. Yeah, but the government, yeah, we're not so keen on the whole social score thing and the whole chips in the in their uh, wrists. And of course, we're sympathetic because Dan Oz is married to a Chinese uh, lass. Yes. I mean, I, I I love the Chinese yeah, on in all forms, and I love. Chinese culture, Chinese food, and Chinese medicine. Um, but this new guy, right? Just on the travel bans and stuff. But like, that is I mean, it's scary. It's, it's not. Scary. It's not he's... our fault that they're providing us with some fodder. Interesting things to talk about. Like True. his phone, you just said. Yeah. A fobber. A fobber. If it's interesting and we read it, we're going to talk about it. What's the What's the ruler's name? Do anyone know? Not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's into death. He just, uh, but he's uh, he's putting Muslims away in concentration camps. I oh, said they were boarding schools. Right, oh, education. <laughs> yeah, right. So that Apparently. that's that's worrying, uh, and you just make it so hard for people that aren't towing the line, that aren't spending, that aren't that aren't being controlled. You just make it impossible for them, and eventually you'll die out. Yeah, that's the idea, yeah. I guess. I guess. Get that money. And, I mean, in many ways, it it works for them. Yeah. I don't think it does. <laughs> no. I reckon they fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably sucks. Yeah. Unless you've got a really high uh, score, a social score. What if you're and in... It's wicked. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all... Your social score is also... Because you can move to another country. You, yeah, well, you can't leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um... The, they look at your Facebook and rate you. So if you're friends with somebody that has a low score, it brings your score down. Oh, guilty by association. Well, that's it. So it's like hopefully it'll um, spring a bit of a culling of the old um, of the old Facebook. Well, friends. I'm, I'm I'm off. Like if anyone's been trying to contact me via Facebook, uh, it's a, it's a once a week, uh, just a quick look on the iPad just to see if I've been invited to anything, and mm. I'm, I'm off it. 
I'm not doing Instagram. <coughs> yep. I'm not looking at my phone. And now that I'm, my eyes are open and I'm looking at everyone on the streets, I mean, we're, we're zombies. Zombies. Yeah. No one's looking up. No one's I, looking up. I see up. people driving, boys. Looking they're, down. They're looking down. Do you know where else other people look? I notice. I've noticed because I've been a passenger a bit lately. Um, other people look inside your car. Have you noticed that? People are always looking at other people. You'll be driving. Mm. Eye contact. Eye yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah, I do. Every okay. car. Every car. A lot so of people I'm greasing me? off, though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Get I... Get back I did do that. Yeah, I know. I know. I've lived it. I've seen it. I've heard it. <laughs> Cass thinks I'm a road rager. Cass thinks I'm insane. But Why this is untrue. That? Because... I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> right, Michael Douglas, settle that bone I'm, in your neck I'm down. trying yeah, right. to teach people a lesson. Oh. You know what's, you know what's going to happen? It's you know what's called gonna, narcissism. You know what's going to happen <laughs> when you're texting and you hit someone? You're going oh. to jail for co- culpable driving, Tim. Okay, that's there. Short enough. Yep. Yeah, but, I'd, but I'm driving and you're going to kill me. I'm a big guy. Yeah. Get me I'm going to chase you I down. Saw kid, I saw a kid dry, riding his fucking bike. Uh, just fucking on his phone, man. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that? I'd say oh, like, probably not. He's probably a deliveroo. He's probably making a living. A deliverer. Uh, deliver- oh, as a brand. Sorry, <laughs> I should have just sort of unbranded that. No. I mean, I'm, I know well, there's I other, other shit going on in the world. It's amazing how red his face went. But just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking... <laughs> fucking I can't I've, got no other, I've got no other outlet. I start, we started this podcast... For that, for that reason. Okay, you could always just hit your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's heaps of legal ways you can vent anger in today's society. Well, yes. I said I said this um, last night to Cass. You know... Get off your fucking budget! I started the conversation, she was looking at her phone, I said, look, dude, yeah, we can't have this. We, I can't. I can't compete with this phone. But I said, like, I'm pretty, pretty raging. That's couch rage. I was yeah. raging. I was raging because I'm, I'm owed a little bit of money. Won't get into it. Yeah, sure. But I'm owed some money, and yeah, yeah it's coming on. On edge. Don't, don't worry. I'm a bit on edge, and yeah. uh, it's a bit, bit, bit testy. And, God bless uh, you. I said, I fucking just, oh, I fucking. I, mean, I think we need to get a punching bag here. Uh, just <laughs> like. A, <laughs> and Cass uh, said, Cass said, yeah. Do it. My my dad always had one. Do it. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. my, my dad always had a punching bag. I've got one. In, in the shed. Just you can for, have. For, uh, well, I don't want it because I think it's... Um, I've got I've got two. I've got one that hangs from the thing and I've got one that's on its own stand. It's on its own stand with a speedball and a floor to ceiling all in the same unit. I might get that speedball off. Fuck, that'd be good. But Three and one. It's not good for the shoulders. But I thought muscle memory. If you get angry, you get fired up. You go straight to the punching bag and you punch it. Like, you know, and, and it's a muscle memory. And you yeah. don't want to be doing that over weeks and years and years because the first time you don't have a punching bag in front of you. You're going to punch the you're first. punching walls and people well, and through windows. I was thinking you'd, go, and... you'd punch a head because that looks the the most like a bag at the same <laughs> height. <laughs> like in a Popeye, you know, those movies. In, in, yeah, mm, sure. Like, fuck. Sure enough. Sure. You sound like a, you sound, you sound like a monster. Speaking of monsters, <laughs> were we? Michael Jackson, yeah. You? That's uh, been a monster-themed episode. Mm, well, a bit, bit heavier, has... a bit heavier this week, but we'll we'll pull ourselves out of it, boys. Well, yep. we we mentioned on the um... better we pull ourselves out of it than some fucking weird creepy. Go. Sure, in the myth in the mysteries episode of Steve's, which I think I just posted up today, uh, you gave the top fifty monsters, mythical monsters. Okay. And on that list was um, the Loch Ness monster, and we both came to the agreement on that episode that mm. it was um, it was realsies or fakesies. Hashtag fakesies. Oh, it's all coming back to me, Tim. Yep. It is. Yeah. Okay. So that just that just gives you a little bit of I an insight. I don't remember. Recording remember that. <laughs> Pretend to remember. Okay. okay. Um, so um, it seems that in the last five months, there's been two fresh viewings, mm. sightings. sightings, even. Yeah. Mm. Oh, of old Lockie. Of old Lockie. Nessie. Old Nessie. Old Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? You reversed it. You flipped it up. I like that. You, you, you made it your own. <laughs> I <fixed> something up. <laughs> Nessie oh. fever has taken hold of the legendary Loch Ness monster. was reported sighted twice in five days. Actually, not five, five weeks, mm. five days. Mm. Uh, a woman from Manchester claims she spotted and snapped the beast on February 23rd. Uh, then Irish tourists said 
he caught an image of the monster on the lock's official webcam. Now, now is this is the news? Does look, it, well, is this, it's just I a think re, it might so, be. It might be. It must be. It's the news. And specifically, monsters. That looks like a duck just sitting on the water to me, but they're saying it's the head of thing popping out of the thing I'm over there and locked yeah, that, that, want to just if I get a closer look Tim it's a, it's just the audience can picture a uh, a lake with a little black dot on it and they're saying <laughs> so, that's it now they've yeah. got they've got a webcam set up so the technology is anything. kind of it's kind of a bit more advanced over there um, and they've got a webcam which overlooks the entire lake and on that webcam, from quite a high thing, there's a a, a quite a you get a squint, Jeremy. I know you need glasses. Uh, um, there's the same oh, that, shot of that a lake, grey sort of mass. And they're saying it could be a shadow, but there's a guy that um, there's a guy that lives on the lake, and he's mm. made it his. That's um, lucky. Yeah, that's lucky. <laughs> lucky on the lake. Um, yeah. And Typical conspiracy Bigfoot photos. How dare you? It's yeah, it's probably, bloody blurry. Well, everything's blurry, and this is this is what this is exactly the point that I wanted to make. That we've reached this technological age where the cameras we have in our phones right now are better than oh, anything crazy. that ever existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to to be you know disposable or, or accessible to the mm. to the general public and disposable. And we've we've all got them, right? Mm. Why can we not get? A clear photo okay. of a drone, like you took. Okay, the other day. all right. All right. So, this is this is where this is where it is. Like, um, saw a drone. It was a UFO shaped drone. I sent it to you boys. Very disappointing. It's um, de- deliberately deceptive. Yes, and I, I don't. Apart from the, um, you know, because they're they're very loud, so you could tell. Like I was. I wasn't freaked out. Oh, it's a UFO. Mm. It's, you know, it's just very loud. Yeah, it's got that. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of feel as though. Some things that happen on the lock should stay be, on the lock. <laughs> might, might, what happens on the lock stays on the lock, but it might be a little bit of a maybe some prankster with a little bit of a drone boat, drone right. boat, possibly drone boat. The other thing, the other <laughs> thing about the yeah. about old Nessie is uh, she can be foggy. Yep, and and you stand a camera, uh, fogs up at night, fogs up in the morning. That's true. So you that's know, when the lock nest likes to show her face. Mm. But speaking of pranksters, and it's the news. We sure were. And monsters. And monsters. And this all combines in this next story. Mm. Uh, a story I read in the Daily Star. That that pop-up ad that came up on my phablet was unnecessarily <laughs> sexualized. All right. It is so big. Um, in Thank you. Charlotte, NC, an office worker has been charged after he brought donuts glazed with his own semen to his boss's farewell yeah. party. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> He's a monster. Yes. Uh, a apparently a monster. few of his colleagues had complained about the saltiness of the flavour, ah. um, but they Were all they... realised it was him when the boss commented how they tasted after he bite, after his bite. He just lost his shit. Like, was he, pissed was himself he, laughing. Was he charged with assault? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's humorous, your daddy. Yes, now that's a good. That's a well. I, I guess it's up there with the prank, but it's also it's more of a gank. That's a gank. Know? He that's faces a, a lengthy jail sentence. No, that's assault. Is he really? Yeah, that's assault. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's what's the premise of the jail sentence? Like, can't wouldn't you get because like... we've got to stamp this kind of behaviour out? Sure. Uh, <laughs> lighting someone, lighting a bag of poo on someone's doorstep. And then ring the doorbell is one thing. Okay, what if they don't answer the door and the house burns down? If it, okay, that's Jail. arson and murder. Never but... really thought of that. Might stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but if that poo was to get into a dude's mouth, mm. yeah, we're talking about a different court case. Yeah. No. Well, that's right. And all the all the employees were sent to get STD checks. Because of course, yes. we've all, have we heard horror stories about restaurants with MS, angry chefs? Too much MSG. Um, mm. Where they've done the same thing into mm. um, complain people that complain about their meals, and they so they do it in the cream sauce. Angry, that- but angry but horny chefs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so angry. Special One no clip ready to go. No doubt, if you're a chef, you're drunk too. So. Oh sure, yeah, okay. of course you are. Yeah. And um, the, the people at the restaurant ended up with STDs. 
because mm. they ate the ate the food apparently. And, and now, mm. does he have an STD? No, I don't, that okay, hasn't that so hasn't that hasn't came okay, up. But so apparently, his boss that, had that tormented didn't... him over a period of twelve years. Do you know what? The boss can eat my cum. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> but on this sweet, delicious donut. <laughs> and you know what? If his secretary gets a nibble, half the bonus. I don't have an STD, so it brings it back down to prank territory. I think you might be onto something here, Tim. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have to have a wad of jizz, um, <laughs> I might just edit that one. If I'm going to take a load of semen in the mouth, I... No, wait a minute. <laughs> If I'm a cum duster, no. If I like to, if I if I like to swallow what no. If that's if if that's your, can you just clean that up a little bit? If that's your, no, don't. If that's your taste preference, uh, I would prefer it to be covered over a glazed donut, glazed donut. Yeah. Okay. You don't want it. You don't want it served. You don't want it served. Hot. Oh, there are people that. Uh, we've talked about the pea cocktails. Yeah, uh, you make um, if you're drinking your own urine, you make a cocktail. You put the urine in it. If I'm going to have to have some uh, jizz, um, that's, revenge, that's not mine. They do say revenge is best served cold, so the donuts wouldn't have been that hot. No, and they in America they have those pineapple glazed donuts, and they say that if you drink pineapple juice, it actually makes your semen taste better. Okay. So that's what we're, saying. we're onto a theme here. Yeah, we, we are. And you've covered a couple of. Th- my jams here because tonight I've come in here with um, really cum donuts, come and urine on the tip of my tongue, just like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and uh, I, I'm glad you didn't say I've come in here with some donuts. Would you like? <laughs> would, you like would anybody like a hot jammy? Yeah, boys, have a donut to start off the pod. Yeah, great. <laughs> By the well, way, this, uh, that's a good segue. It's the news. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, but, but talking about cum. And you were talking about uh, your if if your right to eat it and drink it. Well, they're what changing. <laughs> a Georgia lawmaker wants to file a bill or has filed a bill to force older men to report to law enforcement agencies when they release sperm. Mm. Wait, wait. So, the proposed say that again. The bill proposed that people over fifty-five have to report to law enforcement yes. agencies yes. when they drop a load. Why is that? Um, is this China? No, it's in America. It's it's Fake been. News? It's actually it's actually. I mean, it's it's not that serious. It was filed to make a point. Okay. Because um, the in Georgia they've wanted to get uh, girls, young women, rights to have uh, abortion, abortion pills, sure. mm-hmm. abortion pills and abortions, and they've rejected that right. So female lawmakers are trying to pass bills um, showing what it's like. For you know, uh, yes. laws for men to have sure. laws that control or dictate what a man can or sure, can't do sure, with their sure, own body. Sure, sure, mm. sure, oh, I thought you were going to say because um, any any body over fifty years old jizzing is, uh, is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be saying that when you're over fifty. That's Tim. like eight years away, dude. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Seven. Seven years away. Seven. I'm seven. <laughs> you're old. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. But you're also talking about urine. And that's what I also wanted to talk about tonight. Excellent, because it wouldn't be an episode without a little bit of shit, piers, and jizz. <laughs> that's, right. that's why we invite you, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, urine's got a bad, <laughs> a bad name. What urine? Urine. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, with, with the taste that can't be beat. Mm. You know, you find it's used as a torture tactic, and and it's got a bit of a stigma. Uh, and a stinkma. A stinkma, yeah. it does. But I've been thinking, <laughs> urine has its uses. It yes, does. Uh, it's good for the t- um, leather production, tanning leather. That's one of them. <clears throat> Red leather. Do, have you yellow. listened to the piss episode? Uh, it can be used for... <laughs> oh, so we've already done this? No, yeah. please. You can, you can continue, continue on. Let's see if you add to the list. Because we skimped. We just pissed over it. Oh, yeah. We didn't really go right into it. So yeah. um, any opportunity to bring it up again... <laughs> That's right. Just like that donut. I've just been, yeah. Yeah, go on. So, do you piss on a lemon tree or don't you piss on a lemon tree? You do. Definitely. You do. It's got urea in it, which is a, a, a micro or a macro element that you need to, for uh, in the soil. They, they love it. The uric acid? Mm-hmm. Not too and much. Do you really need it? Like I said, you don't want to have a the only uh, trough at a pub is a lemon tree, and then you're eating all those lemons. 
Right. Know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. No, but it's still good. It's good for you. It'll make great lemons if you piss on it, especially if your leaves are getting yellow, mm-hmm. yellow dots. Give it a give it a wee every now and then. Okay. Um, piss on your feet in the shower. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, apparently, it's good. It's okay. not wholly sterile, but it contains a small bit of bacteria. But it's good bacteria, mm. so it uh, fights the good fight. Mm. Um, a little bit of urine. I've even read that. I mean, I'm not too sure how this works environmentally for urine going into the waterways, but it's good for the environment because, well, toilets are bad for the environment. There's so much water and so what's the okay, okay. paper? I don't, paper I don't want uh, 20 million people uh, shitting in the Yarra, though. Well, I will I will bring something up now that you mentioned that, just, just as a little sidebar, that I have one of those water-saving toilets. Oh, really? But, but um, it's, it's, got a, it's, oh, got a, it's got a high rating of um, water-saving, right? So... Mm. One one full flush equals a regular half flush. Invented, oh, really? Invented by an right. Australian, the half flush, by the way. Okay. I'd love to know who that Hold was. Uh, yeah, can I get a ding on that? Absolutely. Um, but uh, what tends to happen is um, mm. if, it's, um, if it's yellow, then it's mellow. But um, if, it's if it's brown, brown it doesn't it takes, go down. It takes two flushes, yeah. which equals a full flush. Well, yep. that's a sign of your diet. You, you've got good fibre. Okay. Uh, if it's uh, if it's light brown and floating, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the expression? Please don't. Please don't okay. fucking tell us the expression. We can't afford to put it on a sticker or a t-shirt. So don't tell me. Uh, if you've got any stickers or t-shirts that you would like us to make, uh, there, easy. It <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, if you said you would piss in the shower, you're not alone. Um, around eighty yeah. percent of people admit to pissing in the oh, shower. I'll put my hand up. I do it. Are you a shower urinator? Yeah, I do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Put my hand now up. You know. I mean, in the last episode, uh, Steve, you found out that I lost my virginity. That you said you were going to edit out. I did say I was going to edit that out. Yeah, it's <laughs> out there for the whole. And then he heard it and went, "Oh, you didn't edit out the bit. The oh. only bit I asked you to edit it out." Yeah. <laughs> I went, well, I can pull it. I can pull it down. Pull the episode down, that is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. rephrase that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you say that, that, that we're, we're on the hot topic of things that come out of your body that, that re-enter your body via the mouth. Yes. Um, uh, it's interesting that you should bring that up because um, <laughs> it turns out that uh, eating your bogeys is not oh, only disgusting, nah, nah, nah. it can also be really dangerous. Really? Did you know? Yeah, I, I didn't know, but you can process of elimination. The things that generally come out of the body are waste products mm-hmm. and shouldn't be re-ingested, mm-hmm. like your morning yogic uh, piss. <laughs> yeah, right. If I'm pissing into my own mouth, it's not the first piss of the day. <laughs> it's not the but... first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wait till I've got up, had twelve coffees. What's the most effective way to piss in? Piss, get piss in your mouth, Jeremy. Well, Into a glass, do. then drink it, or no, just no. straight from the sauce. <laughs> Create a loop. Um, <clears throat> so, as a child, you probably had your hands swatted away by your parent as mm. you uh, as you tried to have a good dig. All right. Uh, it's not uncommon to see children have a good nasal root around. But by the time we reach adulthood, the understanding is that we've grown out of it, although we've become better at doing it in private. That's disgusting. Except for people in cars. But Let's aside from the fact that anyway. it's been a gross and un- uncouth, is having um, a bit of a um, bite on a booger mm. um, such a bad thing? Firstly, there's a myth that eating your boogies um, strengthens your immune system. I've never heard nope. that. I've heard, heard that off Dr. Carm. As yeah. He said that about, you know, when you cough up phlegm as well, yeah. that it might... But like you say, it's, coming, your it's coming out. Get it out. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got a question about that. Uh, what about the practice of when you have a child, which I don't, uh, you often hear about uh, people sucking the, sucking the snot. Oh, it's, kids, that's kids the ca- most kids can't, uh, Kids thing. can't blow their nose or whatever. And so you're getting parents like, Sucking on their nose. No, that no. What they do is they put this fucking nasal snot extractor with a yeah. with a, a little tube mm-hmm. and a catchment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then a tube of a hose yes. or whatever. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then and then you go. Oh. 
And like similar to similar to siphoning um, a petrol siphoning tank. A petrol tank. Yep. Do you know what yeah. Yeah, but you know that device uh, only happened in the last ten to fifteen years. It's Bef- before then, fucking disgusting. That was that was mouth and nose contact. Mouth and nose. Well, you could, as a mother, I don't feel that it's that bad. Uh, when did you anyone? get your, when did you get your vagina, Jeremy? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one thing. I've got sand in it. <clears throat> right, because they say that. Uh, um, that's why they call me Sandy. Oh, right. This is my favorite biological name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows that it's evident on nasal hairs in, um, in humans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called uh, Streptococcus. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which is on topic. Yeah. Uh, and the donuts. Um, and they're saying that that is uh, it's quite dangerous to, to eat. Um, it's a germ which can live in the front of the nose. Um, and combined with picking can cause abrasions. Mm. Um, uh, so these abrasions bleed, promoting germs. So they're saying that you're breathing, you're breathing in all the, uh, the, the germs and stuff from the outside world, and the nose has a natural defense to block it before it gets yeah, into your look, body. And the other thing is, if you pick and pick and pick and you're scratching the lining, right? Mm. And that causes microscopic um, tears, tears, which attracts this... Strap the cock eye. Strap the cock eye. Strap the cock eye. <laughs> Have you ever strapped the cock eye? No, I go to those clubs. <laughs> you should try it sometime. <laughs> what they're saying is... Uh, Maybe one day. Uh, Shall we get pegged? <laughs> Not right now. To, what they're trying to say is... Can you stop creating edits for me, please? Nah. Um, don't eat your bogeys. Fair enough. Don't eat the donuts. Don't drink the... Your own- don't drink years. the lemonade. Uh, yeah. The old earwax, that's another one. Nobody right, yeah, eats that's that, surely. Isn't it? Oh, if, if I've said it, someone's done it. Absolutely. If someone's, It will be someone's fetish, let alone someone has done it. Someone would love it, like particularly like it. Mm. Um, you know, like uh, McAfee. You know, I was going to say like Danos. No, I would never say that <laughs> about Danos. You know, McAfee The virus guy, the antivirus guy. Antivirus guy. Yeah. Uh, you can look this one up if you want. He's he's into... He's running for president. Trying to run for president. Yep. He uh, straps the cockeye. He likes to have... Peg sessions. Wait, I'm just trying to phrase this properly. He likes to <laughs> cut holes in hammocks and then have Islander women... Shit in his mouth. Okay. So how does this work? Is he? This is dead set. Look it up. I'm the telling you, it's fucking real. The hammocks. The hammocks the, got a the hole. Ladies, the ladies sit on the, sit on in the, the hammock, hammock, and she's being interviewed, and she's saying, "Yeah, the first time it was, I'd never done anything like that. It's a bit weird, uh, but he likes getting shit in his mouth. Okay. So, so can we so give that is, a name? Uh, coprophilia. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say something related to hammocks. Come on, man. Oh, cock Boo. Let me think of that. Yeah. I would say that a hammock with a hole in it, a hammock with a hole in it is called a scammock. Yes. Because that's purpose-built for scat games. Yes. Yeah, Um, I think we'll just call it scammocking. I like it. Now, but I was getting to the point where... <laughs> Wait, I don't like it. I like your name for it. Uh, obviously, he has uh, a fetish for it, like you're saying. He has a fetish for it, but he obviously doesn't have the natural response or natural and um, human response to um, gag. He's, he's to, sick to, in the fucking head. Yeah, he? but yep. he doesn't... He doesn't, obviously, genetically or whatever, because... You know, ask Dan. Dan can't listen to this episode. He'll no, be he sympathetically be, spewing yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. So that's what the body does to stop you from eating shit. Eating shit. Right? It's funny. It's all, I was talking about this on the car ride on the way over. <laughs> okay, because you just had uh, <laughs> you just had red rooster. I absolutely was talking, talking right? about this. No, so I was talking he's about. Just got a, he's just got a little click in his brain. Maybe he's a mutant. You know. Maybe that's his superpower. Yep. I could eat shit all day. And just get it down and it doesn't matter. And I get that. Okay. If it's brown, get it down. Uh, so people with that are, have like really get into eating their boogies or... Um, oh, God damn, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. 
like you know spewing into each other like people are into <laughs> that <you> fucking... <laughs> two girls one cup sort of stuff i've yeah. heard about it never seen what it you, what were you talking but about i wasn't i can't I was talking about out? it oh, we're talking God. about this natural gag reflex that we have or anxiety we have around poo mm. that is there so we don't play and eat with poo yes. so we so we are detested by it and we don't do it anywhere near us. Yes. We stay away from it because it's not just taboo, it's a poo. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, but it smells like shit. <laughs> but what got me thinking about this is what led me down this talking about it is that I was thinking about a bit that I was going to bring into the program, which was just based my observation of how uncomfortable I feel in the hygiene section at the supermarket. I'll tell you who's uncomfortable. Mm. Does anybody tacos. else feel hygiene yeah. section anxiety? Because it's a, it's a chick's zone. Yeah, it is. Even it though is. there's plenty of male products in there, really it's like, even though there's heaps of stuff I use in there, soap, shampoo, toothpaste, deodorant, toothbrushes, plenty of products that I'm identified with. Mm. When I go in there, it's like it's makeup and condoms. You know, I'm not there for the makeup. I must be there for the condoms. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> exactly right. So... Um, it's like, um, and then, and then if you're, if you're there for that reason, you've got to get a couple of other items to disguise what you're there for. Yeah. Like, no one's uh, ever really in there to and, get um, shampoo. Something manly. I had to, I had to buy condoms once from a, um. Outrageous. <laughs> yeah. From a, from a, a late night, uh. Um, oh, those poor girls. Uh, petrol station. Right. And, and like when they, they, they've closed down for the night, you just have to go to the window and you can't. Oh, yeah, I could think. And so you're like, you can't even like go buy the pack of chips and the bubble gums and, oh, and some condoms and uh, a bottle of Solo. So you get a knock on the window and go, uh, yeah, and ask directly. And then, yeah. you just, and then he asks you, what size? What's. <laughs> Just How many do you plan oh, on the, the, big, the, big, the big ones. Just I thought big, you could say obviously the smallest you've got. big one, thanks. <laughs> one big one. <laughs> I get oh, the job these, done uh, right. I've got these Coles bags for you if you want. Ah, perfect, mate. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yep. They'll so do. I get a couple of crunchy wrappers. Oh, <laughs> That's I mean, right. Tim, you're going to have a hell of a job okay, in your hands. Okay, so can we, get a new, can we get a fresh in so that I have an option to... To edit this episode. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what else has been happening. Um, in regards to our podcast being a public service. Oh, yes. And things that we talk about mm -hmm. of good or bad natures or hopefully positive natures that might occur within... Who knows, man? Who knows? Might, they, they occur within the cosmos. Mm -hmm. um, well, we'll, you know, we're talking a couple of episodes about um, maybe adopting, going not vegetarian, but mm. just meatless days. Yeah, yep. less meat. I think sure. you were on that tip for, for your New Year's resolution. I think you wanted to cut down your meat intake. Yeah, and that's been, I've, there's been a bit of that. I've actually got a heap of great vegetarian recipes on the go. Yeah, what did you have on the way over here for uh, little snackies? <laughs> uh, vegetarian chicken and cheese star. roll. <laughs> um, like I said, there's uh, it's a nice, yin, not, it's yin and yang. He's talking, about not, red, he's talking about red meat, not white meat. No, no, no. Well, that's true too, but I'm not, I'm not. A vegetarian day should be a vegetarian day. But what has popped up is uh, in um, New York. Uh, the mayor has forced schools to adopt a meatless Monday approach. Oh, like, meatless yeah. Monday. Fine. Meatless Monday. It's good. So, uh, meatless Monday. <laughs> meatless Monday. Um, and you've got your, um, you know, your, your dry um, Fridays. Ah, uh, fuck it all Fridays. Um, oh, yeah. What's, 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 there seems to be, there seems to be, they really want to tag something to every day. Yep. Um, yes. Uh, a holiday month, everything needs to have a tag on it. So you're saying... Shrove yeah, no, Tuesday. Yeah. Shrove, yeah. Okay, so that's done. Monday's done. Shrove Tuesday. Wacky Wednesday. Palmer's, Palmer night's generally Palmer on a Wednesday. Day. I thought of Palmer was a Thursday night. That's, that's, no, you, you'd know more because you go to the uni pub, pub, pub band. That's uni pub night. Is it still uni pub night on Thursdays? Oh, I don't know. So okay. we're saying Palmer's Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday, Palmer day. That'll do. Thursday, Thursdays. It's mm. uni night at the pub. Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty Thursdays. Thirsty Thursdays. Thursdays. Finally, uh, for the start of the was, week. I actually thought it was tight ass Tuesdays at the movies. Like we can mix and match. It doesn't okay, matter. Sure. It's, it's not. Uh, we, we're workshopping this, Tim. And okay, it's, it's definitely not. Uh, you know, the, uh, uh, there was, when we were at school, it was Friday tie day. We're a tie. We were a tie at school. We never wore a tie at school. No. I went to Frankston High, mate. Oh, Frankston High. The only ties we had with. Um, tie sticks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't tie know. dye. Tie dye. Um, tie, no, we used tie to sticks. Yeah, that'll work. Friday tie day. Um, we used to have V neck 
um, jumpers. Yes. And the tie was tucked into that. And you go and you go, you'd either go flip and flip it out, Friday tie day, or you'd get some scissors and cut their fucking tie off. That's harsh. It is harsh. <laughs> I'll tell you what's harsh. Mm. Mm. Harsh is learning the reality that you think now exists is not the reality that you think it is Matrix, at all. Matrix style. Well, yeah. Are you talking about my marriage? <laughs> <laughs> well, any any fundamental realities that we rely on as as, as a stable thing, we if they if the the reality of those things has changed, it can be quite shocking. Are you talking about how my um, internet banking went out today? Did it really? And I, uh, the whole world shut down. I couldn't do anything, and I had to go into the bank and ask for money. And it was shocking. My realities crash crashed down. That is and shocking. I was crushed. His world. Well, basically, not really at all. <laughs> Talking about a recent quantum experiment has suggests that there's no such thing as objective reality whatsoever. Mm. Because once you observe something, you've already changed its reality. Well, pretty Schroeder's much. Box. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, it, it exists in a in a presupposition, a presupposition, mm-hmm. um, in a state of everything until it's observed by something. Mm. Mm. Um, I think that's that's quite interesting, that that objective reality that we think is always there, whether regardless we, you know, look at it, know about it, observe it, you know, that that, that is always there. The tree, these the tree trees, falling in the woods, thing, yeah. does it make a sound? Well, apparently it doesn't. <laughs> that, 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 there is no true reality mm. that isn't been observed without it being observed. It's um. It's, and it's hmm. like when you make a documentary, and this is what they say as well, like you cannot make an, a real documentary because as soon as there's a camera, it uh, skewers the data. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, it's hard to make a non-biased documentary it because is. it's always been made with the expectations or the, the predisposition of the people making it. Yep. Yeah. But if you're a good like a good documentary maker or a good scientist, you uh, shouldn't have preconceived uh, outcomes. You just let the experiment go forward. But even and, when you're and offering, let the, and let the conclusion come to you rather than searching for predetermined conclusions. But even when you're offering um, both options of the argument, you're still offering a biased yeah, argument sure. when you're presenting that argument. Because where do yeah. you come from? Where do you live? Is the cat dead in the box? Is, is it alive? alive? Does the tree make sound? And that's and they're basic on and off questions. They're basic binary questions that mm. they're asking in these things in a quantum state. They're getting a phone on it, a photon, and basically um, asking it, observing whether it's horizontal or vertical. And it's hard to have a hmm. a presupposition. It's hard to have a concept, you know, or not have an idea up or down, you know, or left or right before when you go into a an experiment. How can you just like make your mind completely absent of an expectation of of a two option outcome? Mm. Well, I've always wondered yeah. where, how which um, they they show you the star map or the map of the um, the Milky Way. Yeah, are we on a disc? Because it is a, sp- it's a spinning yeah, disc it's a spiral. That's a uh, it's a disc like galaxy. So there's, there's nothing other above shape, us, other nothing shape. below us. So if we're looking up. We're looking through the disc. See what I'm saying? It's this, looking we don't looking through the disc. If, if you see that string of stars or that we conceive as the Milky Way and it gets denser and denser, into, if you're out in the country, you can see that dust and that's just more stars. You are essentially looking through the disc. You're looking through it. And it's our position mm-hmm. in that spiral galaxy that we are in. Where I think we're in like the, uh, the, the furthest arm. There's, there's a couple of arms going on with this spiral. And we are... Sector 7G. Yeah, Sector 7G. That's right. Um, But basically, what we are learning, the further that science evolves and um, brings us closer to knowing the true elements of being, things mm -hmm. that are beyond our comprehension, especially ours. The limits of our perception. The limits of our perception, in this podcast especially. Mm. I'll say. But they bring us closer and closer to the teachings of the late Bill Hicks. matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream and we're the imagination of ourselves. 
Here's Tom with the weather. <sighs> yeah, that's um, Alex Jones has been uh, uh, accused of being Bill Hicks. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? The, I don't know, dude. Yeah. How did, how oh, it's quantum it quantum physics. It's, it's, oh, right. Everything's real. Everything's fake. Everything's um, I don't know how you perceive <laughs> he it. He definitely does put it in the right way. The, like, Old Hicksie. Yeah, yeah. It's quite amusing. You Do would you never think... hear that on on a local news report. No, I, I watched uh, I watched the uh, one of his specials again on Netflix uh, last week and. Uh, do you think that dudes like that that have such insight and can really get into the into the into the meat of a subject uh, can't be around for too long? Like they burn the candle that burns twice as bright as half as long. Well, you look at um, like he, you look he, at, he, um, he can't if he's around Hawkins, it, yeah. for example. Yeah, you know, there's like so much that it fries the system, it burns you out. Mm. Well, working against the grain, it's a very difficult world for. Someone, you know, that's trying to call things out as they are, as they see, and that makes sense when they're fighting against people that don't want to see, mm. you know, things. And I know it's it's hard, it's easy to discredit people that rant on about conspiracies and things like that because there's so many crazy conspiracies that it's hard to define who's on about a whole bunch of shit and who's not. Do, do you think Bill Hicks uh, would have been as popular uh, if he hadn't have tragically died from cancer? Uh, if the internet was around? In a big bad way, do you think he would have been shut down a lot quicker? Would he have yeah. been? Would he have been just uh, do yourselves a favour, listeners? I've said this before in like episode twelve or something. Listen to Bill Hicks. I'm telling you, he's one of the best comedians to to ever. Yeah, uh, spit Com- spit lyrical comedy. You definitely <laughs> definitely learn something and have a laugh along the way. Sure, just like this podcast. Sure, certainly. So, Tim. <laughs> Just in um, summation, is that a word? Uh, you've got a lot of work on your hand with this uh, episode. There's a lot of flags, well, a lot of b- things we've said. That, well, uh, you know what? I'll have to flag this because by the time <laughs> they get to this stage, it will all be streamlined. You so would never have even known. Another uh-huh. one for me. But I've got a little bit of the old... Today on the show, we're going to make Pfeffernus. Um We'll have a... Um, a new member joining the Steez team ah. um, fairly soon. We've got uh, Jude Pearl, who does a bit of uh, comedy stylings mm. um, on a musical team. Fantastic. Um, and she's currently doing... Uh, hey, uh, sounds like a, like a chick. It is a chick. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had a chat with her today about um, providing some sultry sounds to um, help with the end of our Steez episodes. We definitely need to... Uh, Get the female perspective well, into this look, boys club over here. She's a hard worker Absolutely. and she's, she's got some funny material and um, she'll she'll feature. So this is just a little bit of a, if if for any reason we don't um, forward announce her before uh, Steez. Yeah, okay. Um, this like is if just it gets a little, thrown in in an edit. And, yeah, uh, yeah, we forget to forward announce it. Um, she's... Um, She's pretty happy to be, to be oh, really? part of it. Uh, well, and welcome aboard. And as we've said to all the listeners out there, if you have anything you want to contribute, you really must go. Your funny songs doesn't even have to be funny. If you've got an anecdote, can you make a letter? Yeah. Can you <laughs> <laughs> think, guys? Got any ideas? Guys? Guys? Hello? Hello? Mum? Dad? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we're not on the Facebook anymore, really. We don't do Twitter stuff. I mean, is there an well, email it's always, address? I mean, it's always there. I do check it. Thanks thanks okay. for pointing that out, Jez. But, okay, um, okay, okay. That's Jeremy um, uh, putting the spotlight on how much he doesn't do towards the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but, um, look, everything. that's just a little bit of Fafinos there. Excellent. I'm, and yep. welcome. Her name again, sorry? Jude Pearl. Excellent. Welcome aboard. It's fame yeah. and a name. Sure. It, it's it is, isn't it? It's a strong name, isn't it? I was told when I was a kid, uh, what's, what's your name, lad? Tim Trappett. And they went, oh, that's that's the name of a famous person. Mm. And you never and looked I, back. No, it stuck with me, man. Yep. I felt good about that. That's Absolutely. a really good compliment, even mm. if they have no idea. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend that you throw that into a couple of kids' lives. Yeah, I, I do. Hear I do that. Along the way. Yeah, I do yep. that yeah, I, yeah, that's the name of greatness. Yeah, or like, yeah. Uh, you're going to yep. be an artist. I remember someone say, saying to me, you're going to be a writer one day. Mm. Uh, How <laughs> about Diaries, I did. Oh, you did it. But it, it does stick with you. Yeah, Let's be positive. Of, but yeah. I think, yeah, I think it does that, stick with you. I think the subtle 
influence of a, of a stranger mm. um, coming in and um, touching on the minds of young, supple almost, children. Almost grooming you to be a better person than what you were. Anyway, <laughs> righto. That's enough. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, look, uh, it's been one of those one of those days. Yep, hasn't it? Um, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Mm. Uh, we're happy to have you here all the time. Mm. If you're listening right now and you've listened before, thanks for listening. If you're still listening at the hour <laughs> mark, I mean, well, well done. It's amazing. Well done. Yeah, amazing. This is yeah, well done. For the listeners, well done. You. you get a sticker, a, a good work sticker. Yeah, good work. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. Yeah, a nice one. try. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jezbot. And I'm Sean Enough. And I'm Timmy Tucker. Every week. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Thank you.